Shut up and sit down. from a very, very large family. Um, there are a large number of crazy people in my family. I'm not saying I'm not one of them. That being said, I have this cousin who even in our family is what you would consider special. She's a special kind of crazy. Um, like Thelma and Louise crazy. I mean, just, you know, not the kind you'd actually put in like an institution. Because then you'd miss out on all the fun. Anyways, she calls me today and tells me her location. This is relevant because she's 18 hours from home. And as far as I knew, she was at home. And I asked her, why are you there? Why are you 18 hours from your own house, unplanned? And she says, well, your mama's adventure inspired me. I said, my mother went to the Gulf Coast and stuck her foot in the ocean. She did not drive 18 hours from home. She said yes, but she was gone for two days. And this is true. My mother was gone for two days. She did meander her her ass back up to where she belonged over a period of two days. I'll grant her that. <sighs> My crazy-ass cousin has made a bucket list. She's 36, and she's made a bucket list. And I've never talked about her before, because her level of crazy is um, often beyond my ability to take. So I asked her, why are you calling me? She said, well... I told my mama I was with you, so I need you not to answer your phone until I get back. I answer my house phone or answer my cell phone? She says, you can answer your cell phone, but don't answer your house phone if my mama calls or if you get a number that you don't know, which might be my mama. And I'm like... You are 36 years old. You don't have to explain yourself to your mama. And the moment those words came out of my mouth, I thought, no, that's not true. Because if I was 18 hours from home, I would certainly have to explain myself to my mama if she wasn't in on it. I I had a moment. 
I had a moment when I was actually crazier than my craziest cousin. I'm not sure if it's menopause or um, just genetics catching up with me. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. And um, so about halfway through this conversation, um, my husband comes to the door and he's listening. And and we keep talking and we keep talking and we keep talking. And I hang up and he says, did you ever notice that when she calls, somewhere in the midst of your conversation, you stop sounding like you and start sounding like Sissy Spacek and coal miner's daughter? And I said, I don't know why you got to be so mean to me. <laughs> and he walked away. <laughs> For those of you who've seen Coal Miner's Daughter, I think I actually have a pretty good imitation of Sissy Spacek in that movie. But my cousin does bring it out in me. She does bring it out in me, and there's just no way around it. And um, because... Uh, uh, it's horrible. I uh my guest, my in studio guest this evening, in studio, haha, is gonna be Cinna. And um I don't Cinna, are you ready? Are you ready to rumble? I forgot your area code. Okay, there you are. Um What's up, bitches? Porn time. <laughs> <laughs> Calling from I told you I had to start the reading like that. What's <laughs> up, so bitches? But no, I, um, um, yeah, so that was my day. My crazy-ass cousin turned me into Sissy Spacek for like a half hour. Well, I mean, it, at least it wasn't Stan trying to get you in trouble again. This is true, but actually, if I had a choice between um, the crazy cousin and my cousin Stan, Stan's always going to win, hands down. Um, he's my favorite of my cousins, and you, well, when you have a whole bunch of cousins, everybody has a favorite cousin, and he's mine, oh, yeah. and I'm his, and um, we grew up together, and... Um, and it's uh, like having a second sibling that you can send home when you're tired of their shit. It, Exactly. That is exactly what it is. Yeah, there, there is that toaster. At least I was the coal miner's daughter and not Carrie. Um, although, truth be known, if I had to choose between being a country singer and having telekinesis, I would pick telekinesis every single day. <laughs> I would too. It would make life so much easier. That's not to say that I don't love Loretta Lynn, because I do. And when you're from the South, there are three things that are basically universal about you. You love Loretta, you love Dolly, and you love Elvis. <laughs> That's Which just, is how I know my grandmother might as well be from the South. That's just what that is. She tried to tell me when I was little that peanut butter and banana was a viable topping for sandwiches. I love my grandmother, but I disagree. <laughs> I don't want to be a Bond villain. I wouldn't mind. No, because they Bond... always get caught. I wouldn't mind being a Bond girl, depending on who's playing James Bond. <laughs> Can I just be Bond's Q? I don't want to die though. I don't want to be one of those bitches who dies. 
Most of them oh, do. You know what? How about, how about this? We just we just we work in the same department as Q. Hmm. I want to get laid. Well, but I mean, I thought that was clear. Nobody said, <laughs> well, nobody said you shouldn't share them. <laughs> I don't want to be Q. He gets too much publicity. <laughs> he does. I want to be the person in the background that causes the problems. He's very high profile. You don't when you're that high profile, you don't get away with shit. Exactly. You need to slide under the radar. With an invisibility cloak. <laughs> oh, okay, I said. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Me? Mhm. Oh shit. Now, see, this, this is the problem, because I have thought about this for years and years and years, and I'm going to give you the same answer I give everybody else, and it kind of seems like a cop-out, believe me, because I hear this every single time I say it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I would be completely 100% cool with uh, having Rogue's power from the X-Men. Really? She eventually gains the ability to control it so that she can touch people without um, killing them. This is good, the, because the only it's part not get late. Huh? This is good because she's got to get laid. Yeah, bitches got to get laid. Exactly. My only problem with it would probably be that she, um, when her powers first manifest, she, like, completely kills the dude that she's dating and, like, assimilates all of his memories. Like, she basically shares a consciousness with him. Oops. Yeah, so that's how her power comes online. So not only does she, like, get whatever their mutant ability is, but she also can retain some of their memories, which is why I I qualify that by saying I would wait until after she has control of it. Then I'd be okay with it. I don't want to be walking around with some crazy motherfuckers, crazy memories. True enough. I don't I want to know that... Sabertooth brain. <laughs> Me neither. If I could have like a superpower or be a super, I'd I want magic. I'd want to be magical. You know what? I didn't even think about that. I, you said superpower, and I just totally, yeah. Well, well, isn't Doctor Strange technically a superhero? Yeah, he is. Isn't he a wizard? I um, didn't even think about that, but yeah, he is. He's like, um, he actually has more magical capabilities, which is funny because when him and Tony Stark meet, um, they they pretty much fight like cats and dogs, worse than he does with Captain America, because Tony's all science and he's all magic. Hmm. Yeah. They're both snarky yeah, assholes. So I, mean. I would I would definitely want magic. <laughs> I, I I would. Um which is probably also a cop out because when you have magic, a lot of um things that would be superhero talents would be available to you. Yeah, exactly. Like the ability to speak with animals, parcel mouth right there. So that's one. Um yeah. you know, you can fly <clears throat> but you got room. I do admit to this also. It would not do for me to have superpowers of any kind because I'm not <laughs> that one who turns into a good guy. I am yeah. I am one superpower away from an island stronghold. I I want you guys to know this because there are it if I had a I could point at people and make them shut up, the world would be silent. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. And Donald a Trump would have already swallowed his tongue. Fuck that! I'm gonna make his hairpiece come to life. 
and then permanently glue it to his head. We should we should put him up on animal abuse charges, or because I'm pretty sure that's a triple. Jilly's <laughs> comment in chat: the triple awakening. Oh, like yes, exactly. That's right. The triple awakening. Right. See that was that was something that uh, actually cracked me up in the uh, Harry Potter movies when they um, when they showed the pygmy puff. All I could mm-hmm. think was, "Oh my God, J.K. Rowling has an obsession with Star Trek. This right here proves <laughs> that she's she's a Trevor." Because <laughs> I'm sorry, but it looks exactly like a Tribble, except it is pink, <laughs> which is great. It was. It was pretty awesome, especially when um, the movie has been you out know, long enough. I don't care if it's a spoiler. Don't hit me. Um, <laughs> when um, in the reboot for Star Trek, the second one uh, that had Benedict Cumberbatch in it, mm-hmm. um, when they showed the triple in that, I was like, I giggled and said, oh, look, triple. I was so excited. <laughs> Like, it starts like moving, and I was like, "It's a guinea pig." <laughs> what I would say about Donald Trump's hair is, it is proof positive that he is a very wealthy man, because very yeah. wealthy men surround themselves with people who don't criticize them. And if he didn't have a lot of money, some woman in his life would have already put a stop to that whole thing going on his head. Oh, but his everybody wife for sure. Puts, everybody puts up with it because he's rich. That's straight That's up a valid statement. Absolutely, one hundred percent true. That's like when me and my mama go out somewhere. And someone once, I guess, a couple of weeks ago, said that she was amazed after all the time that I'd spent doing my radio show that I had yet to make the sound of universal Southern disapproval which I had mentioned once <laughs> on my uh, live journal. And so here, uh, here it goes. There are actually a couple, and one of them is, uh-uh, just that, <laughs> uh-uh. And the other one is, I have, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I have experienced that one from my grandmother. Uh-uh. That one is the serious one. But so me and my mom are in Target. And this woman walks by in leopard print pants that she ain't got no business wearing. And I look at her, and she looks at me, and we both went, "Uh -uh." (laughs) (laughs) uh-uh. And here's the thing. It's not because she was too big. It was because she was too skinny, and she wasn't wearing any underwear. Oh. Oh. How do I know she wasn't wearing any underwear? The camel toe phenomenon was full frontal. Mm. Please, I could have done a ever... drawing of the genitalia complete with clitoris. Oh. Seriously, guys, buy yourself a full-length mirror if you can. Look at it before you step outside. Like, I still think the worst was... Um... Okay, so for those that don't know, I used to live in Las Vegas. Um, I actually worked at the GameStop on base there. The reason that this matters is because... We had a lot of regular customers in the store that I worked at. And um, there's this one lady in particular that was actually super, super sweet. Like one of the nicest ladies ever. Um, when we actually, 
uh, were in that car accident, she came in and um, actually brought us cookies and stuff. Well, her niece is visiting her over the summer, and she came in with her niece. <laughs> and I had to very quickly take my uh, lunch break and go in the back room because her niece came in um, wearing white leggings. Don't don't mm. wear white leggings, ever, mm-hmm. for any reason. But if you are going to wear white leggings, Make sure you wear white underwear with them, because I promise oh. you, if they are any other color, oh, no. everyone will know. <laughs> the only yeah, thing worse that I could imagine is wearing no underwear at all, oh. and, and being dark headed. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can tell you the design that was on our song, but I mean, at least she had underwear on. Yes. I kind of wish I didn't know it was a song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put like, this oh, out please. here for somebody in the chat room. Sweetheart, do not ever come up to a woman and tell her she needs to cover up her junk. That's sexual harassment. <laughs> you might get yeah. punched in her face. <laughs> don't, don't do that. No. <laughs> even Even if it's true, even if it should be said, don't say it. It's just not. In fact, if, if you can get another help. female to approach them with it, have that. Do that. Like, pay one of your friends to go do it for like a cookie or something. A cookie, yeah. Get somebody else in trouble. You don't want to. You don't want to borrow that. Exactly. As my grandma. Not only saying, is that harassment, but they also that. might hit you with their purse. So I mean, etc. And if they're anything like me, they got a weapon in their purse. Of course, yeah. considering where you live, that probably isn't a problem. Mm-mm. Probably. <laughs> um, uh, oh, my God. Like... <laughs> oh, God. I'm not even sure I can say that out loud. Hold on. Hold on. Somebody, Jilly, you should be ashamed of yourself. My face is actually a little red right now. I just like I, I can't so believe. Right now. Uh oh God. Oh. So for those of you on the podcast, Jilly, oh uh, yeah, I'm calling you out. You don't get away with doing that in my chat room and not get put on the podcast for it. Jilly says, Oh, she's well endowed clitorally. <laughs> Is that how you say that? Clitorally? I don't know. Literally? Clitoriously? I I don't know. Oh, God. You know what just popped into my head? Uh Oh, I'm scared. The clitorious (laughs) B.I.G. Pretty small. (laughs) Oh, God. I will never be the same. I am ruined. Oh, oh God. So, when I was in college, one of the biggest songs on the radio, and I'm about to date myself here, was um, that song where he says, I love it when you call me Big Papa, right? 
Well, I was <laughs> dating this boy, and I'm going to call him a boy. He might have been 19, who told <laughs> me, and this and this is the first time I ever laughed at a man naked. <laughs> it wasn't the last, but it was definitely the first. He says, we're, um, he's um, at the end of the bed, and he kind of crooks his finger at me and says, come to daddy. And I busted out laughing. Oh my god! I said what? Oh, I said for the record, you can't say that again till you're like thirty, because <laughs> you're not you're not old enough to say shit like that. That's, First of all, I'm older than you. Second of all, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's just. Oh, I Ooh. was like, um, I was twenty. Um, yeah, twenty one. Yeah, he was legal. Shut up. <laughs> He was only two years younger than you. Good. <laughs> oh, God. I laughed. Oh, I laughed so hard. I have never seen a 19-year-old boy lose an erection so fast in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's his own fault. Okay. Which is unfortunate and a terrible waste of cock. Yeah. He's got a mouth. <laughs> That's okay, though. Sorry. I took off my shirt and he got it back. Because my girls are prime. They were prime then, and they're prime today. (laughs) (laughs) Relationship? There was no relationship. I took a ride on his dick. That's not a relationship. (laughs) You know what's really interesting? Not the same thing. Um, Yeah, there it went. Boom. Mm -hmm. Help! I need you to let me borrow your phone so I can call my record. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Your tire's all This is why I don't call in all that often. We have no focus. Oh, well, I don't even have a topic because I knew we wouldn't. (laughs) Well, I mean. Wait, what? So why the fuck bother having a topic? Because we weren't going to stay on it. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, you know, if you give a squirrel caffeine, then I you give another squirrel I stay on caffeine. it, and my brain supplied in the background, get on it. Jump and on. Will Smith is dancing in the back of, the back of my head. No, 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 Is he getting jiggy with it? <laughs> he was getting jiggy with it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, actually, that that's not true at all. Um, I had this plan where I was going to write original fic for November. And then, <gasps> I, I know, right? But then I I had a really um, profound moment earlier in the day when I was trying to plot for it. I was doing my cloud plotting. And I thought to myself, <laughs> why am I stressing myself out this way? I turned it's over a new page. Fun. I turned over a new page in my plot cloud notebook thing that I'm using an art tablet for an art tablet you know 
with the white paper that's really thick. And I wrote down oh, the cool. name. Harry Potter, Blazin Beanie, ever how you say his name? Draco, Neville, Terry Boot, George Weasley, and Bill. And then I plotted a story where the Wizarding World basically betrayed every single one of these men. And they formed Conclave, sacrifice a whole bunch of people, and go back in time to fuck up their shit. I am writing pure revenge, people, for November. I'm going to have so much fun. Oh, my God. I have made an enemy list for each one of them. I'm going to write it from Harry's point of view, probably. Probably from Harry's point of view. That's my that's my comfort zone in Harry Potter. And I have made a hit list. It's going to be epic. I'm so excited. I, I have a happy little black tear of joy right now. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm like, woohoo! And they, yeah, I was, uh, they I was were mad for November. And they wake up fucking furious. <laughs> it's just Good. like, on. Good. They're going to make messengers go like, whoa, dude, you're you're kind of out of line. <laughs> It'll be GT, great. they're always yeah. on it. I'm so excited. So, cute. in November, I plan to have a really good time and kill a whole bunch of people in my story. There will be a character death warning at the top of every single fucking post because it will be likely that someone is going to die in every single fucking post. And suddenly that Hide Your Kids, Hide Your Wife song pops in my head. Except it's <laughs> Harry Potter singing it now. <laughs> I'm I'm a little I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest, I'm a little sad and Charlie's not on the list with Bill. Oh, Charlie's the reason one of the reasons Bill comes back. No But that's okay 'cause he's a he's alive and been in the past. He's got Oh no, up. I thought Oh, oh. It was bad. I would come back, too. It was a terrible future. I'm fucking everybody up. Well, George came back because Fred was killed. That was the reason that he shot. And um, uh, Neville comes back because they murder his grandmother. It's going to be great. I'm so fucking excited. I can't even stand myself. They're going to come back fifth year, and their first victim is going to be Dolores. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. I don't know if anybody can tell, but I I've might never, be a little excited about that. I have never written Harry as a Dark Lord, a genuine Dark Lord. And I'm sitting here plotting, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I've actually plotted Harry as a Dark Lord. Because they're, he's the cheat, you know, he's the high warlock of the of the, of the the Conclave, and these are all yeah. his little his little followers, and they're all just as pissed off, and, and they all have hit lists, and he's not even going to stop them. There's not even the best thing ever. Just like before they went, they were all like, okay, I'm going to kill this person and this person and this person. And they decided who was going to kill who. They made their list. They came back in time. And they're going to ball. It's going to be great. <laughs> I just, I'm so excited. I can't properly express how happy I am about this. 
<laughs> but I feel like it's going to have to be one of the textbooks for the Hitminion training classes from this point forward. I just wanted to, um, really, honestly, the last two or three challenges have kind of stressed me out, especially the one in April that I didn't get to finish. And, um, I have my project that I keep looking at and poking at. And I was like, what can I write that will be fun, that will be on task and um, um, will amuse myself and will be different than what I've written in the past? And in the past, when, t- when um, like in War Mages, Harry gets forced back into time and in an unspeakable plot, he's doing his job. Um, yeah. And... Um, so and then there's the one where Harry and Hermione go back, um, but theirs is more of a personal quest. And what I wanted here was like the Wizarding World fucked up and they made um, the wrong enemy. Oh yeah, and gonna make Voldemort like a Hufflepuff. I don't blame him. Or maybe even a Hufflepuff's pygmy puff. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 yes, Hart, we know not to cross you. Hey, um, I changed my mind. I'm going to sit over here, Mr. Potter, and I won't be getting in your business. (laughs) I'll just, I'll be over here, and you, I had a bad resurrection, resurrection and I think, I'm, I'm thinking I might start over. Makes sense to me. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be over here taking notes, but um, <laughs> you you have fun over there. Well, one away. of my favorite stories mm-hmm. in um, um, Harry Potter is Make a Wish. Uh, is that the one and, with, uh, where he's living in the Black House and the no, it's the one where life? he thinks he's going to die. So he decides if he's going to die, he wants to live a little. So he goes on vacation, and all these fucked up things keep happening around him by accident. <laughs> like rocks fall and kill Dolores Umbridge. It's great. If you've never read oh, Make, so Make a Wish, you should totally read it. It's by Rorschach's Blot. I can't say that name. Rorschach's bl- uh, Blotter or something? Yes. Yeah, something like I know it's that. Rorschach, but I. Yeah, and he's on fanfiction.net, and it's called Make a Wish, and uh, he 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 spends the weekend with a pack of Vila. <laughs> it's just like one thing. Hell yeah! Jilly has found the I'm link a, in um. The I don't even like the pit, but I'm gonna read it. Literally, this is the first time I've been on the pit, and probably anytime a while. that I uh, read the story, I laugh myself sick. And so I'm just going to cry. My story's probably going to be a little dark. Um, But it's mostly I just want to have some fun with something. And it probably won't be as funny as his because I'm a little meaner than he is, I think. Um, But I'm okay with that. Okay. Embrace it. Feel the Dark Lord. Or something. Dark Lady, there. That's yeah, that word. Well, what's the other one that you did? Yeah. That's where really he's kind of dark. Where he says the Death Eaters transport to kill him, and um, they they have a port key, but it lands them in the pool where he's at the hotel, <laughs> and they drown in the pool cover. 
Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. And and he gets like um uh they think he did it on purpose. So he gets this international reputation, not as Harry Potter, but as the man in black or Mr. Black. It's Mr. Black. And um he <laughs> he goes around capturing dark wizards by accident. It's great. <laughs> it's so great. I highly recommend it. <clears throat> Are you there, Senna? Yeah, sorry. I was um I made the mistake of switching over to my Facebook and Mariah posted an article that's actually kind of really interesting. I got distracted. Uh, the headline for it is The Six Women Scientists Who Uncovered a New Species of Ancient Human. I saw that. They had to get women to go into the caves because the men were too big to get in there. Maha. So they had to find petite scientists who could actually squeeze into the cave to excavate. That's actually really cool, though, that they got to be part of such a huge discovery. wonder how many people are going to say that it's still not possible that the world is older than the Bible says it is. Oh, God, let's not even go there. Those poor people. Right. I feel sorry for them, actually. <laughs> I do too, a little bit, and then I just realized, mm, whatever. Okay. Because ignorance is supernova anyway, so ignorance is really sad. Um, yeah. What I would like, I would love to write a story where Harry and Hermione, um, after Ron leaves and they're packing up their tent, they get on Harry's broom and they don't know about the taboo, right? So they're up in the air on Harry's broom, and they're having a discussion, and Hermione says Voldemort, and Snatchers appear all around them and fall to their desk. <laughs> and Harry looks at her, and she looks at him, and he says, Voldemort. <laughs> and they <laughs> keep doing it till they have this pile of Death Eaters underneath them, and he's saying it, and she's summoning all their shit. <laughs> you know what this does? What That's that reminds funny. me of? You got any food? I'll take all your wines. <laughs> it it honestly it makes me think of the um State Farm fan fiction that's on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> Where they keep summoning the State Farm agents and then they summon the wrong one. One. <laughs> Mayhem and Flo get on it. I would not fuck with Flo, just so you know. I would not fuck with that and- woman. So, like, they had this whole pile of Death Eaters, and they had, they confiscated all their wands and their money, and um, then Hermione finds a port key. So she port keys them all back to the Ministry, so the Ministry gets a big pile of bodies <laughs> that have fallen a couple hundred feet to the ground. So they're all basically meat sacks at this point. <laughs> meat sacks with no wands and no money. <laughs> Because while Harry was killing them, Hermione was stealing. Well, she was reappropriating their losses. She wasn't stealing. It was a time of war. Um, (laughs) But you keep what you kill. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) Goblins. Goblins. You you keep what you kill. And so, yeah, I had that whole idea. And I don't know what I'll ever do with it, but it amuses the shit out of me. I, I think it's just the funniest thing because I think it would actually work at least once or twice. What? 
And you can just see them hanging in the air for a couple seconds. And go, shush. <laughs> what the fuck? It's so fucking funny. I'm sorry. It's so funny. <sighs> Anyways, that's another one of my crazy-ass plot ideas for Harry Potter, that it is very Wiley Cody. I totally think that. I could probably even name it that, like, the oh Wiley my God. Harry Potter this and the Wiley Cody method. <laughs> him, and, him and Hermione could start a new line of, like, wizarding merchandise, and all of their company asked me. That, no one but Muggleborns will get it. That's actually in Make-A-Wish. There is a pair of Muggleborns in Make-A-Wish that Harry meets at a conference who are designing um, acne products for the oh magical world. And Harry actually orders the anvil, which, which so he drops proud. on the Death Eater. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy have, right now. <laughs> you have got to read Make-A-Wish. It will make your fucking year. It will make the rest of your year. It it'll it will be the highlight of your thick year, I promise. It is the fucking funniest shit. Oh, I don't I don't know. I okay, I've got a bookmark. I'm going to have to close it cuz if I start reading it, I'm just going to die laughing the entire rest of the show. <laughs> Hench Girl is the best part. There's Hench Girl. Um oh. Hench Girl's great. Um the pocket flu is amazing. It's just it's you've got to read Make a Wish. If you're listening to this and you have not read Make a Wish, what is wrong with you? Go read it after my show, <laughs> or, or you know, <clears throat> you could start now. I mean, it's I don't true. recommend that because I'm really fucking entertaining and Cinna's fucking right over here. So, but it's your choice. It's true. I am kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. yeah. <laughs> And what we have here, people, is a mutual appreciation society, in case you missed it. <laughs> it's, that, is, that is a valid statement. <laughs> true fact. True fact. There is a Word. sequel to Search for Harry Potter, but I actually don't like that one as much as Make-A-Wish. I mean, I like them both. The writing is very good, but I think Make-A-Wish is, like, just amazing. That so, wasn't on accident, Ro. It wasn't on accident. I'm telling you. I have a plot bunny where Jenny kidnaps Harry and takes him down into the chamber and then accuses him of being the heir of Slytherin. So the the sorting hat shows them what happened in the chamber when Harry got kidnapped down there. And, of course, Harry's pissed off when he wakes up in the Chamber of Secrets, so he's a real asshole about it, and he's a real asshole to Tom Riddle. And um, he talks about how, you know, Riddle's kind of dumb and uh, that that Hermione would be a really, really smart, dark lady. And after everything's over and what happens, happens, Hermione turns to the rest of Hogwarts and says, I'll be taking applications for my inner circle after fifth year. I prefer you have at least five owls. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. She totally owns She wants competent minions. She wants competent (laughs) minions. She does not need to review your work. Just we're going to make a plan. It's going to be organized. It's going to be color-coded. We're going to have some PowerPoint slides. 
Maybe some pie charts. The ministry One of you will bitches better know how to do statistics and like, For real. Incompetent minions are a waste of time. I totally it's agree. It's true. Yeah. That is I would 100% love to find Hermione as like a really competent um, dark lady. <laughs> well, Hermione is going to be competent no matter what she... Oh, damn it. What? Damn it. I just funnied myself. And almost dropped my phone. Did you fall? No, I'm sitting in my chair, but I um, I I bunnied myself and then I almost dropped my phone. So. <laughs> oh well, see, because it would be terrible if you'd fallen on my radio show and it would have been immortalized forever. I'm, I I probably would have said something along the lines of "Help, I've fallen and I can't get up." <laughs> I need a life alert button. The last time I fell, I fell um. I tripped over uh, the wheel of my cart, and I hit my the side of my car, and I said, fuck, duck, really loud. You want you to hit your car, of course. And this little old lady in the next car, she said, young lady, your language. I said, I am 40 fucking years old. I'll say what I want. So kiss my ass. And his ass over there. I'm just and saying. Else's ass. I'm just saying. There comes a time when people don't get to correct you in your language, and I think 40 is about that number. There also comes a time where you need to not ask people when they're sitting at fucking Starbucks if they should be in school. I can't believe that happens to you. That is so weird. Part for me is if I don't wear my contacts in public, it's more likely to happen. If I have my glasses on, apparently that is universal signal for I am actually slow. Heart, that is quite possibly the best repurposing of the ACME acronym I have ever seen. I kind of love you. <laughs> the subdivision of the Hitmanian Society. <laughs> the R&D department. It's not even about whether or not they ask me if I'm in high school. It's like, really? First of all, if I was supposed to be in school, I sure as fuck wouldn't tell you that I was playing hooky. And second of all, when did it become okay to ask people shit like that? Like, seriously. Cat suggests for the Acme, um, say that, Senna. Uh, do, do, do. Hold on, i got to scroll back up. You, you bitches type too fast. Uh, Avada <laughs> Kedavra's Magical Extermination Supplies, which is now a subdivision of the Hit Minion Department. That is our R&D area. <laughs> it's an excellent R&D area. Uh, Word. I think Q's going to head that up for us. <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, like, qualify this really quick so since you're probably on the podcast rose uh response in chat was send a sweetie don't expect it to get better i'm a grandma and still get carded for everything from alcohol to r-rated movies um i will do you one better i have had people actually ask me if my military dependent id is a forgery now first of all it's a federal offense to forge any form of government issue ID, but it's a 
special level when you're doing it for a military identification. I bet Even so. if you're a dependent. So, why, if I am on base using this ID to buy booze at the shopette, would you think that it was funny or even okay to go, well, this is a really good forgery. Are you sure you're actually that old? No, no, I'm actually 12. You can put my Jack Daniels back on the shelf now, though, <laughs> and swap it out for, like, two bottles of rum. Because I'm going to be why it's gone. Seriously, though. It's, it's not funny. It's never going to be funny. It wasn't funny the first time it happened. It's still not funny. <laughs> How many times does it happen? Uh, for that one, uh, for for the actual dependent ID, that one has actually only happened. I've been a military dependent for six years, and it's uh, once when I was at the hospital when we were at Holloman, um, twice at the shop at when we were at Holloman, once at the class six at Wright Pat while my husband was deployed because I was visiting family, and two or three times when we were at uh, Nellis. I haven't had it here yet, so I'm kind of hoping that maybe it won't happen again, but we'll see. I'm not going to hold my breath, mostly because I like living. <laughs> but, yeah. Now, when it was, like, when I when I straight just had a, a like, civilian ID, liter- literally I could not take anything that required an ID up to the counter without having at least one other form of identification. One of the things my twenty first birthday was annoying. I bet, I bet. <laughs> I um, the women in my family tend to sound really, really young, and you yep. guys, yeah, you can hear it in my voice. Um, I'm a lot better than I used to be, but when I was in my twenties, I could not order pizza over the phone. Yep. I actually was so fucking relieved when online ordering became a thing. Oh, my because, God. Because right? people would be like, well, you guys have your parents call back and order for you. And I'd be like, asshole, I am 25 fucking years old. You need to send me a goddamn pizza. <laughs> I am giving you my thoughts, fucking credit card right? information. You can have the ID when you come deliver it, but I want my fucking pizza. <laughs> I want my fucking pizza. I was... So re- and it got to the point where I oh. actually had my mother call from a different state to order pizza for me in college. I um I actually had to get my this one actually really still upsets me. Um, when you have to fill out your FAFSA for college, the bursar's office is usually where you go and do it because it's still part of billing. Um. Apparently, giving them my phone number and saying that it was my cell phone number was not indication enough for them that I'm the only one that answers this fucking phone. I had to have my mom take my cell phone from me and tell this bitch at their fucking office that, yes, I was, in fact, 22. For my fucking financial aid. Yeah, the other side of sounding really young like I do, I sounded much worse when I was younger. And I have a cousin um, who sounds like a little girl. Mm. And uh, I have actually had men, since I started doing the podcast, I've had, uh, I'm going to say it again, you hat readers in Harry Potter, you're some creepy motherfuckers. And I don't mean the women. 
<laughs> I have had several men message me to let me know they really enjoyed listening to me talk because I sound <laughs> like a sweet little girl. And one said, I love it when you say cock in your sweet little girl voice. But, oh. Hmm. Uh, yeah, see? Uh-uh. I just, <laughs> mm. I feel Mm-mm. like Mm-mm. those are the people that you need to have CP find their IP addresses and possibly report them to someone. Are these are the same men that have been fetishizing Emma Watson since she was 12. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing. That, that Okay, yeah. Actually, that brings up another issue with the whole looking and sounding young thing. Um, when we got stationed at Holloman, his supervisor at the time, and I'm, I'm telling you what, every time I think about this, fucking infuriates me. But this motherfucker tried to tell my husband that he was a pedophile. My husband is so two years older than I am. Your husband, he was yeah, a pedophile. Yeah, because I sound and you. look young. Yep. Yep. Did he report him? Uh, Yeah, he did. And he's lucky that my husband reported him, because I'll tell you what, if I had seen that motherfucker anywhere at any of the office picnics or anything, I probably would have killed his ass. Because That's he terrible. insulted my husband. I, That's terrible. It, it's, it's not even about what he said about me. It's that he insulted my husband and even insinuated that he could possibly be that kind of person. Like, you don't know him, for one. For two, that is not appropriate to say to someone at all, ever, unless it's true. I mean, you guys were in high school together, right? Yeah. Yeah. It isn't like your age is a secret to him. He knows how old you are. It's Yeah. We literally grew up together. I met him when I was 14. I'm 28. That's half my life. That's so cute. (laughs) It's not that cute, I promise. We were kind of assholes to each other. That's even cuter. <laughs> no, yeah, really. I get the oh, me you guys have the wrong thing. Me and my husband make a sport of of of, of, of that kind of behavior, and my sister fun. for a long time was actually under the impression that me and my husband argued all the time. <laughs> and I was out with her and a whole bunch of other ladies, and we're talking about it, and she's fussing with her husband, and um. My stepsister was there, and my sister says to my stepsister, well, Kira and her husband argue all the time. And I was looked at her, and my uh-huh. mom was like, no, they don't. And she said, they're always really hostile with each other. I said, I can name on one hand the number of arguments we've had in the past 15 years. Yep. Yep. He's just a smartass. And I'm a exactly. Smart ass. We both are. I've never met a topic that I don't have an opinion about. But that isn't the same thing as arguing. No, it's not. It's like that's that's having a discussion. There's a difference between having a discussion and arguing. They are not the same thing. And yes, some people confuse the two. But seriously, it's not. Like legitimately, the the first thing that I ever said to my husband, I'm not kidding. The the first time I met him. I was actually dating his best friend at the time. Don't ask. That's like a whole other story. Anyway, um, his friend 
brings him over and they're, like they're going back and forth like just totally singing each other and I finally looked at him because I've been quiet the whole time I was just like watching them act like dumbasses and I finally turned to him and I went you know you're kind of a dick and he goes well you're a mouthy little bitch so I guess we're even <laughs> and, and that love. was the first thing we ever said to one Woo another love mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. now which <laughs> exactly we are gathered here today for one. My sister doesn't understand how my husband can snipe at me. And my first and foremost response is, motherfucker, I will. And then we'll go off, you know. And yeah, apparently that's exactly. an argument. Oh, my God. That's not an that argument. Is not. That is not it an argument. It doesn't even approach um, an argument. The last time we had an argument, I packed my shampoo and my cat. <laughs> and he knew I was serious, right? Because I packed my shampoo, which is like I, I pay thirty bucks a bottle for that shit. That's expensive. I'm pa- I'm, I'm packing my shampoo. I packed my shampoo. Well, yeah. I put my cat in the carry. He's like, whoa, whoa, baby, whoa, 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 whoa. Because <laughs> normally I'm, when I would get mad, I'd leave my cat there and I would just you know take a drive and cool off. But I put my cat yeah. in the carrier. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yep. Let Let's just. Calm down a little bit. <laughs> he goes, wait. Let's, let's sit down and talk about this. I was like, sorry. it's expensive shit. Shut up. Exactly. And then, I got, then I got tickled because he was incredulous that I had packed um, my shampoo. Okay, good shampoo is hard to find. And when it you is. Do, it's really it's expensive. expensive but you will take that shit with you, I promise you. They told me that they couldn't pack any liquids when they came to pick up our household goods, and I was like, motherfucker, I don't care, because if you touch my shampoo, I'll kill your ass. <laughs> That's not even a problem. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like I said, I said, I haven't even really had an argument, because if I had, I'd have shown up at your house with my dog. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you've got a fence. And I exactly. I would have put them while I was mad at him. <laughs> see, see and that's that's probably one of the biggest things that we both deal with people think that because we like zing each other back and forth like that and we're always uh sniping at one another like that that we're arguing and i'm like no arguing is when i go in my office and i lock the door and he tries to talk to me through it so i turn my music up louder and put my headset on that's arguing because if I talk to him, I will probably make an attempt on his life at this point. Solus asks, what shampoo do you use? Me? Mm, yeah. Right. Right now, I've got Redken, but that's because I they like, don't carry what I mm, I like Redken. I also um, like, uh, what's the green one? Um, the Paul Mitchell one? Paul Mitchell. I love Paul Mitchell. But I think right now yeah. I'm using Bedhead. I really want to try that Win, that W-E-N. Um, I've had some of that before. Make sure that you pay attention to which one you get because they do have some that are for, like, badly damaged, like, colored, treated hair. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I made the mistake of getting it. I haven't colored my hair in, like, four years maybe, but um, my hair was pretty, pretty badly damaged. So I was like, okay, well... I'll try this. Yeah, no. It it makes my hair really oily. I mean, it's but, a good shampoo. It really is. But if I don't suggest using any of the, like, 
damage repair products unless like you literally are having to worry about breakaging. Because it, it it's, it's expensive, it. though. It's expensive. I kind of want to yeah. buy it in the store. I don't want to buy it online, and, and that's the problem, or buying it over the phone, because it's currently only available through that kind of purchase Their or website. through – is it? They can get the website? I think I'm, so. I'm not trying that. Let me I'm, I'm not going to Amazon. But I do like Bedhead. I do like – I like Paul Mitchell a lot. I especially like yeah. Super Skinny. Um, yeah, they do have websites. The Super Skinny products. Uh, it's awesome. I highly recommend it. Ooh, they have a new fall scent. It's called Tuscan Pear Cleansing Conditioner. But yeah, no, um, one does have their own website. I don't know about uh, on Amazon, but they do have their own website. I just see my only problem with like buying shampoo online is most of the time you have to buy a full bottle. I would prefer to get a sample because, like I said, my hair is just weird. So it takes me a long time to find a shampoo that I can use, which is why I was so pissed off that they didn't have what I was using. Oh, no, they do have them on Amazon. One is on Amazon, too. Oh, hello. (laughs) I I, I do want to try it. So I've been looking at it for a while, and I want to try it. But um, if I – my go-to shampoo is and always will be Paul Mitchell. Um, when I'm in the store, like not in a salon, and I have to buy in the store, I usually gravitate towards Bedhead. Um, yeah, it's a cheaper option, um, and it does really well for my hair. But I have naturally curly hair, which also runs in my family, and I live in the South, so I can go oh, outside. Perfectly, I, love it. I can go outside with perfectly ironed straight hair. Look at, get to my car, and it will be one big curly mess. Yeah, I have a natural wave in mine. Like, it's not curly, but typically if you have naturally wavy hair, it's, like, super baby fine. Um, If I get layers in my hair, they have to make them super choppy for anybody to notice. It actually, I felt really bad last week when I went and got my hair cut because of the poor girl. (laughs) I tipped tipped her well because I always tip people well when I get my hair cut because it is a pain in the ass. I have, like, super baby fine hair, but it is thick. Um. She spent 45 minutes just trying to, like, shape the layers in my hair so that, like, I could actually do something with my hair. So I tip well every time somebody cuts my hair and does a good job. And believe me, there's a difference between just cutting my hair and doing a good job when you cut my hair. I actually made her give me her name so I can go back to her. But um, Redken is probably one of the best ones I've ever used for the way that my hair is because with the natural wave in it, if I step outside and it's humid, it will look like I stuck my finger in a light socket. <laughs> I really wish that I could remember the name of the one that I was using when we were in Vegas. a loud typer? <laughs> what? You're a very loud typer. Bang, 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 bang. Your poor keyboard. Oh, yeah, no. Um, I, um, 
he just bought a brand new keyboard, so I have his old gaming one, and mm-hmm. the keys are a lot louder when you push on them because with the gaming ones, you're going to be using them more often. So mm. even if I were just, like, pushing on them lightly, it's super noisy, which is really irritating when I'm, like, trying to write. So I usually just write on Jarvis now that he's fixed. Lazarus is more for, like, oh, I want to kill cookies on Cookie Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's kind of a pain in the ass. Never gonna, never going to happen. Believe me, I. This is the first person that I've found since I moved out of Ohio that has actually been able to cut my hair and do a decent job with it. Um, which is why I tip so well. I usually okay. I don't know that I'll be trying this win because I'm over on reading the um, Amazon reviews and this one lady says that her hair fell out. Oh no. My hair is thin enough as it is. I can't risk that kind of shit. Click out, click, click. mm. (laughs) No. (laughs) I can't take that kind of risk on my hair. You have a set uh, hairdresser, right? Yeah, Same person that you go to all the time. Ask her about it because I can guarantee you she'll know better. I don't always trust the Amazon reviews because they kept telling me that this Redken that I was using was actually awful for their hair. And I'm like, no, no, it, it, it actually is the only thing that I've been able to use in Vegas that doesn't, like, damage my hair, but also doesn't make it feel super fucking oily either. And I don't have to worry about, like, gross, nasty dandruff or anything like that. But, yeah, if I can find a hairdresser that I that I like, I will go and ask them about shampoo and stuff because most of the time they'll know better than the Amazon reviews. Nine times out of ten when it's stuff like that on Amazon – Either they're not using it the way that the product was intended or they did something else to it and it's having a bad reaction. Yeah, that's- one one thing that I um, witnessed in the salon was this lady comes in and um, she has her head wrapped up in a scarf and mm-hmm. um, she says, um, I had my hair professionally dyed about three weeks ago. Oh no. And it was really dry, so I put a keratin treatment in it. Mhm. Now here's something you don't know about keratin that I found out that day. You mm. don't put keratin on freshly dyed hair? No, cuz it eats it. It did eat it. It her hair disintegrated. Oh. They had to shave her head. She had maybe, maybe a centimeter of hair left. I swear it. Mm. And it was like, what? That's one of those moments where you just feel so sympathetic, but at the same time, it's just like. This woman's hair was down this middle of her back. Oh, no. We were all in tears on her behalf. This was the most horrific thing I'd ever seen. And so if you get your hair dyed, um, avoid keratin because keratin will eat your hair. Um, And if you need a treatment, a conditioner, um, go with a Malibu. Go to a salon and get a Malibu treatment. And if they don't know what a Malibu treatment is, you turn around and walk back out and find someone who does. Make sure that you read the ingredients on your shampoo, too, because some of the shampoos for colored hair do have keratin in them. And when you get your hair professionally dyed, it isn't like using a box dye that you buy in a store. And Mm -hmm. professionally dyes 
Um, professional dyes are stronger, and they react poorly to keratin, and it, it is bad. It is really bad. Yeah. And what hair she Especially didn't if lose getting it looked like a Brillo pad. It looked like a Brillo pad. And so by the time oh. they got all of it, she had maybe a centimeter of hair left. I mean, um, she couldn't even drive. She was so upset. I don't blame her. I would have been, too. But that, that's one of those moments where you're like, yeah, I know it'll grow back, but in the meantime. No, you're like, like I need a wig. I'm going to the mall. Yeah. Oh, anyway. oh yeah. I like. I'm just. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sitting here petting my ponytail right now. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, that poor woman. Mutual hair trauma. But no, I, I mean, like, you know. Oh. So be careful with your hair, especially if you do chemical treatments, and um. I've been known to dye my hair at home. I've been doing it a lot lately um, cause, uh, just because, you know, I have this foaming stuff that I like a lot. and It's cheaper than getting my person to do it, which is $80 a pop. And um, so, but I don't mix that with any other treatments. And when I go in to see her, I... She does, she knows what I use, and I don't change my dye. So when she does conditioning treatments on me, she knows what she can use and what she can't. So treat your hairstylist like your doctor. Be honest yes. with them about what you put on your head. I promise you it is better for you to just be completely upfront. They may judge you, but I believe, believe me when I say this. I have friends that are estheticians. They may judge you for a second, but they will make sure that you don't fuck your shit up, okay? Seriously, do not fucking lie to your hairstylist. I don't care if you tell them that you fucking bleached your hair with peroxide. Be honest, because they know how to fix it. They went to school for it. Once, I used a dye that was expired. And oh, I didn't no. know that it was expired. And it was like this really nice auburn red that I'd been using for a while. And I'd bought a couple of boxes, and I didn't realize one of the boxes had expired. Yeah. And when I hmm, look like a pink calico cat, <laughs> a, pink and brown, a pink and brown calico cat, and um, I go to um, Sally's beauty supply and I have my hat I have my hair in a hat and um I said I need help and she said kind of help and I pulled the hat off and she said oh honey yes that kind she said what I said the dye was expired I didn't realize it was expired and she went oh oh honey okay okay so I had to strip all of the color out of my hair right and this is the first time my husband has seen my natural hair color and we've been married yeah. for two years. We've been married for two years at this point. And um I get it all I get all the dye out and I'm drying it and I dry it out, you know, make sure that um all the dye's out and he comes up and he goes, Oh thank God, because it looked terrible. <laughs> but before I'd gone to sell it, he was like, Oh honey, it's not that bad, it'll be fine, it's not that bad. He was trying so hard. <laughs> I knew how bad it looked. And he, he knows like, better. That's, that's your natural hair color? <laughs> <laughs> I said, didn't you ever notice the curtains didn't match the drapes? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> it never registered to me. He 
said, yeah, but he said, I just thought white girls were like that. <laughs> I, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I, I'll give him credit for that one. I will give him credit for that one. I do sometimes shave my drapes, not my curtains. <laughs> <laughs> the carpet. I shave the carpet, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Um uh sometimes and but sometimes I don't. It just depends. I, I prefer to what but, kind of mood uh, you're in. Yeah, you know. I mean it takes a little while sometimes, so it's like eh, I don't really feel like it today. I'll do it tomorrow. Carpet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> Azor, Azor I was said, waiting for it because I knew it was going to be good. When I was born, the nurse said, oh, she has black hair just like you. And mom was all, hair dye crosses the placenta <laughs> because she's a natural redhead. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, that's mild compared to some of the other things that Hart has said for us before. So, welcome to Minion Headquarters. Oh, <laughs> <coughs> oh. oh. It, it's starting to hurt laughing this much. But, you know, no, so, yeah, be careful with your hair, ladies and gentlemen. Um, although I've always been envious of men because they have much better hair than girls, just as a rule. It's just really right. disgusting. My, co- my my cousin Stan has a head of hair. It's thick and luxurious. I just want to snatch him ball-headed. Or at least punch him once or twice. Make it hurt. I've done that. He's my cousin. I have punched him in the face yeah, sometimes. That's... I actually count. I don't think I've ever... No. No, no, I did. Never mind. I had to think about that one for a second. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever punched any of my cousins in the face. And then I remember that one of my cousins gave me three concussions growing up. So, yeah, no, I did punch her in the face. I'm still not sorry. Oh, me and my cousins used to brawl, like, like in a bar. I mean, not like literally in a bar, but like we were in a bar. Yeah. I, it was fine oh, until the and one second time, time in a she bar. gave me a concussion. There was that one time in a bar. But we were... <laughs> We weren't fighting each other, so I'm not sure that counts. Mm. There's this no, because then you bar. join forces. Right. There's this beer bar. And we roll up in it, and there are about 20 of us. And um, oh, I know, right? Already this is a problem. <laughs> Already. And my, my cousin Stan is bisexual. And whenever he gets around rednecks, for some reason his flame pops on, and I, 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 at, it's just antagonism <laughs> at, at, at his finest, and he doesn't even play. And the rest of my cousins are real big old Brutus type rednecks, right? So mm-hmm. my cousin Stan will give Orlando Bloom a run for his money in the pretty, just to be frank. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they, he he did get taken on a cruise. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's pretty much. So I, was, I was under the assumption. Yeah, yeah, pretty runs in the family, and and he got a double dose. I mean, he is pretty from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, uh, and <laughs> um, he's all swishy. And we're in this beer, 
And he flirts with the bartender. Well, the bartender is amused more than he is insulted, but this redneck at the bar was really super insulted. Um, Why? Because Stan wasn't flirting with him? Uh, because Stan, I go, you know how rednecks are. And so oh, he yeah. makes a comment to my cousin, Stan, and my other cousins roll up on oh, into Lord. that situation. And they <laughs> The one that's closest <laughs> to an age, he says, now look, I don't like what he does, but this is my blood, and if you got to fight with him, you got to fight with all of us. And that redneck didn't believe him. <laughs> that was his mistake. Yeah. Because my grandma, my grandma got a phone call an hour and a half later. We were all in the county lockup. We didn't get charged. <laughs> We didn't if get there charged. is one thing that you do not doubt a Marcos on, it is that they will fuck your shit up if you fuck with anyone else in the family. Because it's okay if they do it. And it They're wasn't blood. even it wasn't even literally my fault we got arrested. <sighs> my crazy cousin, my crazy cousin, she was there and she broke a beer bottle. She broke a beer bottle. Oh my god. She's crazy, right? Just fucking crazy. So we're all in Hollywood, bitch. We're all on the county lockup, and we're all looking at her like, "What the fuck?" You know, the guys are wherever the hell they put them in, and we're in a and there's a hooker. <laughs> and one of my cousins, she's just 19 years old, right? And she's just a sweet oh, little Lord. thing, and, and her mama's a holiness. And she's like, "I can't believe we're in jail. Mama's gonna be so mad." I said, "Don't worry about the fact that you're in jail. Why do you have to tell her that you shared a cell with a hooker?" <laughs> You know, she no the the good part about that is she can actually blame it on the crazy ass cousin that broke yeah, the bottle. Yeah, we totally all did, right? So our parents have to come get us. It's it's terrible. It's really terrible. And so they get us all out into the parking lot, and they were like, "Are you for fucking serious? Because you're all adults. What is wrong with you?" And my redneck cousin says they were picking on Stan, and you know we don't tolerate that shit. And his daddy went, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and then we all went to Waffle Works House. Works for me. We all went to Waffle House because that's what you do in our mm. family when you get out of jail. You go to Waffle House. Now, see, where I'm from, we don't we don't go to Waffle House when we get out of jail. We go to Waffle House when we're all so drunk we can't see straight. Because raisin toast at 3 in the morning when the bar is closed fucking awesome, especially when they give you extra apple butter. And there must always be extra apple butter for the Raisin Toast. No. Yeah, no. No. Exactly. No. He's the answer to life and the name of everything as far as age goes. Actually, as old as he is, he still doesn't look a day over 30. It's disgusting. That doesn't surprise me. Oh, God, shut up, you're a baby. I'm not even repeating that for the podcast. Whoa. No. Mm-hmm. Nope. No. I'm going to come to no. prison and turn over my knee, young man. Um, we may end up in jail. Heart. <laughs> Are the nuns on standby? Because we, we might need one. 
I need to know if you're near a Waffle House. Because <laughs> if, if I'm coming house. to kill somebody, I'm getting raisin toast. <laughs> Azure says, when we got started <laughs> drunk take for Auntie groping the male stripper, we ended up with a female biker gang, or as my auntie called them, those nice girls. <laughs> <laughs> now what you guys don't know well no mo- actually most of them probably do know Hart's got a very very colorful family whenever I think of Azure's family I think of that scene in the bachelor party with Tom Hanks where the women are at the strip club and the men have talked one of the dancers into putting his dick in a hot dog bun. And the, bride, <laughs> the bride's mother goes to pick this hot dog up off the tray, right? And his dick oh is in a bun. And she keeps pulling on it. She doesn't stop pulling on it when she realizes it's attached to the dancer. She keeps <laughs> on. I think they actually get arrested in that movie, but they didn't oh, get to go to Waffle House, which is a fucking shame. That is. That is a fucking shame. <sighs> Not, God damn it. Now I want hash browns. <laughs> See? They gotta be they gotta be scattered, smothered, and covered, though. You know, when I, I think of Hart's family, I always think about the madam that was in <laughs> When I was younger, I did not date men who could have technically fathered me. So I had like a 15-year gap that I did not date. Um, yeah. And also it needs to be said that young men have more stamina than older men. This is true. Whereas older men have sometimes more talent and more patience than a young man. So it really depends on what you're in the mood for. Because if you want to get pinned to a wall and banged like a whore, you want a 25-year-old. That's the that's the golden age for that right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah. That, that's the golden age, 25. But if you want a man that will take you there all night, Get up in the morning and make you breakfast. Oh 35. My God, 35. 35. 35. Oh, Azure, I don't know. My great aunt Lily passed at 93 in bed with a 19 year old. She came and then she went. We need to put that on a shirt. That's the only way to go. Exactly. Is the best way as, to go. As I have always said, I came into this world naked and screaming and covered in somebody else's blood, and I am more than willing to go out the same way. Exactly. Or just naked and screaming. I'm 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 not picky. There doesn't have to be blood, but there could be, and I wouldn't be fussed. Yeah. Nope. Nope. What is my okay, I do love coffee, but what is my favorite drink in a bar? Um Ooh. I'm actually extremely fond of a screwdriver. They are so good, especially if you get somebody that makes them exactly the way that they're supposed to be made. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I also like a crowning Coke, and I I don't like wines as a rule um, in bars. Uh, I like wines with foods. You know, when yeah. I'm eating. Um, when when it's beer, I'm a, I'm a Michelob girl. When when it's ale, I prefer like a um a really dark one that you can almost chew. Um. Um. Yeah. And Guinness I, is my favorite. I don't like Guinness. I, I there's there's something about it, and I hate Corona. Oh, God. No, like I like a bottle. I don't like Corona, but I like Corona Light. But I will really? not drink it if you do not have a lime to put in it. It it does taste different. They do not taste the same. I they really do like not a taste the same. too. But if I'm in um uh like out with my friends, I will often get like a strawberry daiquiri because the the um the uh, alcohol is lower, and um, my friends are stupid, so one of us has to stay sober. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but, as far as like favorite drink, I'm I'm gonna go with a traditional Irish coffee. And I say traditional because every time I go to a fucking bar, they don't make it right. All they put in it is fucking whiskey. That is not what goes in an Irish coffee. You fill it up halfway with coffee, and then it gets a shot of Irish cream, and then. If you're like me, you do two shots of Irish whiskey. I like, like Bailey's. Jameson. I do I like, like Bailey's. Bailey's. I love yeah. Bailey's. But they, but when I when I go and order an Irish coffee somewhere, they always fucking forget the Bailey's. So I have to order Bailey's on the side unless it's listed in the recipe. What's really good? This is awesome. Rum. Get yeah, for for real. Get get mm-hmm. yourself a blender. Make yourself a pot of coffee earlier in the day. Put ice in your blender, about half your coffee, and a bottle of Bailey's. Mix that shit up. That's mm. the best frappuccino you'll ever eat in your you'll ever drink in your life. Fuck yeah! Now That's I do right. have to say this is a problem. I I'm not sorry about it. Um, if there is white rum anywhere near me, I will walk away with the entire bottle. As long as it's been chilled in the freezer, I don't add anything to white rum because it is literally my absolute favorite flavor. I am quite yeah, literally why uh, the white rum is. It's not the same as spice rum. My favorite alcoholic beverage has got to be a screwdriver. They're, they're so good. But it has to be made right. They really right. are. It yeah. has to be made right because I'll get mad. Woo. Don't, uh, don't, don't fuck mm, up my shit. Yeah. It, it, it's like with any of the, like, super simple recipes. A lot of people think that just because it's only got one or two ingredients in it that it's super easy to make. That is not the case. I mm. promise you it is harder for people to correctly make any drink with only two or three ingredients in it than it is for somebody to make something like an old-fashioned. Or even a Long Island iced tea because there's so much in it that if you yeah. put too much to a little something else, it, it really won't matter. It changes the flavor. Like it completely changes the flavor too of the much drink. Vodka in a screwdriver, you're gonna fuck up the um orange juice. And vice versa. Yep. If you don't have enough vodka, it's gonna change the consistency of the drink and it's not gonna be any exactly. good. See, and lemon drops are the same way. Lemon drops and yeah, screwdrivers I, I love, but 
if I don't know the bartender, I won't order one because it pisses what, me off when they fuck them. In a million up. years, and then that's a Bloody Mary. Oh, I've had. I don't, them. Even, I don't, like I don't them. even like looking at them. Oh, they they taste gross. I'm gonna be completely honest. They fucking taste gross. If I wanted some fucking tomato juice, I'd grab a V8 and then put some Tabasco sauce in it. That's it. And some rum. <laughs> well. The rum doesn't need anything in it. That I'm just going to put a straw in. I'll be in the corner. Me and my mom were at the cafe, and they put one of these big drink machines in the back with, you know, (laughs) with the button, and you can push all these things, and you can get fruit water and cherry Okay, I've seen those before. They're actually really cool. It is really cool. Five guys have them. Um, It's really cool, but... My mother goes over there, and she comes back with a mixed berry-flavored uh, water. And she sits down, and she drinks about half of it. And she's looking at the glass, and she's swishing it around. And she turns to me, and she said, you know, I'd kick somebody's ass for to fill this up with vodka right about now. <laughs> I said, well, you don't know. And this is why we love Mama Marco. There is a alcohol store across the street. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure they put it in a brown paper bag, and I will drive you home. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. It's not like they're going to say anything to you. They gave you free coffee for a year. I know, right? I miss that free coffee. I can't say I blame you. I still think it's funnier to run their counter. (laughs) You also saved a fucking huge-ass batch of beans for him. Yeah, that's true, too. That dude got that's fired. Um, um, he ended up burning a badge while I was in there. Oh. And he got fired. Um, that's that. That was like eighteen hundred dollars because it was like a um, it was oh, a Moroccan, was it? it was a Moroccan oh coffee, and it was like eighteen hundred dollars in coffee beans that he ruined, and he oh got fired. God. And I went in there, and the owner come out, and he goes, "Where the fuck were you yesterday?" And I was like, "Probably jerking off." What? What? And he was like, well, while you were at home jerking off, that jerk-off that used to work with me ruined my coffee. I was like, oh, my God. Are you okay? Oh. He was like, no, I'm not okay. I'm going to need therapy. I was like, I need therapy. Why did he ruin? <laughs> See, and I was hoping that this was going to sound terrible. I was really, really hoping that you were just going to say it was a Kona. Because don't get me wrong, I love Kona, but Moroccan is... So much more expensive. Oh my oh God. God! That's like he said, I'm 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 mourning this coffee. Yeah, I'm mourning it, this it coffee. It was terrible. Eighteen hundred dollars, oh. and I was like, that is like hey. a tragedy. Can you can you file an insurance claim on that? <laughs> oh like, my God! For real, right? That's like lost inventory or something, right? You can. He's like, no. I'm like, oh God. That's that motherfucker's paycheck for a full month. For a year. Shit. Oh, no, you you said, did you say 1800 or 18000 1800 Okay. I was like, oh. I was about to have a heart attack. Just to clarify. Uh, I added an extra zero. But still, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's it is. We had a memorial service and everything. I'll let it. That motherfucker's lucky all he got was fired, because I probably would have tried to break his jaw. Shit. If he'd been there, he'd have got <sighs> cut out again. 
for not monitoring the fucking roasters. And it's not like it's a, you know, honestly, I think if I ever needed a job, I could go down there and, like, I'm going to run your roasters, dude. You can pay me $10 an hour. And he's like, okay. And that is exactly what would happen. <laughs> like, legit, that's what would happen. He might, like, he, set a French press beside you so you don't kill people. He, he's experimenting. He has a blend that he did a, um, he put some, uh, you know that really expensive coffee with the cats and the I can't oh say yeah that stuff I, I can't say I it. couldn't I can't say it either I don't know the exact name of it hold on Kobaloki I, I I just literally cannot say it um uh the Kopi Luwak I think L U W A K yeah the the Kopi Luwak I think or Civic they uh, they said that the secondary name for it is Civet Coffee, since it is the Civet Coffee that okay. makes it. So just call Civet it Civet Coffee. Um, Civet yeah. Coffee runs anywhere from ten to fifteen dollars a cup. Cup. Cup, guys. This is not a um a large cup. I mean, a genuine cup. Legit, like size of an espresso cup, kind of cup. Cup, and um. It's uh it's very good coffee. Uh but he's mixing it. He he did this special blend with um this um this uh, this mocha from Morocco. Oh. oh my god. I put that in my mouth and it was like velvet. I said, What have you done? Oh my he's god. Like, he's like, What do you think? I was like You should call this orgasm. Just put <laughs> orgasm on it. Orgasm and then walk away. True story. Oh God. Oh God. Just thinking about it gives me chills. Oh, it was. I'm just gonna come so, visit you and we're just gonna go to the coffee so shop. Good. So good. I mean, <laughs> the top of my head got chill bumps when I was drinking it. I was like, "This is the best oh. thing I've ever put in my mouth." How much are you charging for this a cup? And he said twenty five dollars. And I said, "It is worth every single dollar." But I'm not paying anything for this because you gave it to me for free. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he did. He did. He actually filled up my French press, so I, I got like six cups out of that. Um, oh hell yeah! But I'm his tester. I'm his test audience, and um. Uh, whenever I'm in there, he always has something for me to try. And sometimes it's terrible. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes he, he he misses his game. But other times he delivers and you're like, whoa, holy shit, dude. What did you do? Did you see that? Um, oh, God. I'm going to have to see if I can remember the exact title of the show. Uh, but I think that, it, oh, what is that guy's name? The the dude that he's on the Discovery Channel, Anthony Zimmerman, I think is his name. The one, the one that like he used to eat like super weird shit. All oh, the time. Yeah. Um, he's got – I'll see if I can find the episode for you because I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. But he had uh, this one episode where he actually went and um, these these engineers – believe me, engineers will rule the world one day. Um, they just got to take care of some of the warning labels first. But um, these, these two brothers that uh, had engineering degrees actually designed a coffee machine – I'm not kidding you. It's, like, super fucking expensive. It is my life's goal to eventually have one before I die or at least know someone that has one. Yes, Andrew Zimmerman. Thank you, Solus. Um, but 
they designed a coffee maker where you like even just making a small adjustment like how the water flows into the coffee pot and all of that actually changes the um taste of the coffee like it it could be the same roast but they change the water pressure or the water temperature or whatever and like literally you can sit there with one bag of beans and make probably about 40 to 50 different flavors in 2 minutes Wow. Just from changing the way that it's, but it was, it, I'm going to see if I can find the episode on YouTube and I'll post it um, in the chat so that we can put it on either here or on Minion Headquarters that because was I was watching it and I was like, this is the coolest fucking thing ever. Even if you don't like coffee, just watching it from an engineering aspect, it was really, really, really cool. I didn't like coffee when I was younger. I grew into it. Yeah. Um. I, uh, yeah, it was like after college and I was working two jobs and, um, I stumbled into the first time and I was exhausted and I was hungry and he was like, so what's up? And I said, um, I need some food and, um, I need a drink. He said, let me take care of you. I said, okay. And he came back with, um, a vanilla latte and this um this grilled chicken spinach panini and Ooh. Oh, it was so good and the coffee was great and I was like I don't even drink coffee what are you giving me this for he goes just just drink it there's something missing from your life and I just found it I was like you're so crazy <laughs> and I put it in and I I took a drink and I said oh my god and he was like that's right and he walked away and yep. ever since then he was he was absolutely right something was missing from my life and he knew exactly what it was yep i think this might be it let me double check though really quick i gotta make sure the volume's off on my headset otherwise everybody will be able to hear it too my favorite dessert in the world is actually tiramisu that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody um mm. Before I ever had tiramisu, I would say my favorite dessert would probably be um, German chocolate cake. Mm. I love There's German, nothing chocolate like good German chocolate cake. Mm. So fucking good. Yummy. Um, oh. But tiramisu? I'll, I'll kick somebody's ass for tiramisu. I'll go, what? Bitch, you sit right over there and you look, but you don't touch. I like tiramisu, but I actually like chocolate lava cake better because, like, the chocolate that they put in the middle of it, you can flavor however you want, or you can just do the natural. And I had, well, okay, my husband took me to steak for my birthday when we were still living in Las Vegas this year. I don't know if you guys know what steak is, but it is the actual Gordon Ramsay restaurant that's inside Terrace Casino. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. fucking expensive, okay? It's worth it. My dessert was like $22. I will never, ever enjoy another dessert quite the way that I enjoyed that one. It's their sticky toffee pudding. Yeah, mm. the pudding itself mm. was fucking amazing. It's some of the densest cake I've ever eaten. The sauce that, on, that, that is on it, I can, I can almost give you a full flavor, flavor profile for it still. Um now, my birthday was back in March, but the part that was absolutely the best was the whole the in-house made ice cream. 
I would murder someone in broad daylight for this ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) I would go to jail for this ice cream. It is that fucking good. Um, I once, there was this restaurant that used to be here, but it's no longer here. It closed. Um, the owner died and, um, the son didn't want to run the restaurant and it was an institution. It was really terrible when it closed for oh, a variety man. of reasons. First, because, you know, the, the, the owner died and he did that restaurant open for 30 years. And second, because his son was a twat, <gasps> didn't respect his legacy. Um, but I he went there. He at least sold it to somebody. I know, right? I went there once, and um, I had this. They they made their own cheesecake, and they made this chocolate cheesecake. Oh. With a uh, oh my god, and by God I mean Thor. Hmm. Because he dropped his hammer. He dropped that. Oh. Mm. Whoever made that shit dropped their hammer like Thor. Uh, it was. Yeah, I had and never that's how I'm gonna feel about that ice cream ever. Anything so good until the first time I had tiramisu. Uh, I had tiramisu at a four star Italian restaurant, and they make it fresh for you, right? And so it comes out to yep. the table, and it's all delicate. And I put it in my mouth, and I I turned to my date, and I was like, um, I wasn't actually sure if you were going to get laid tonight. And he was like, really? I was like, but you're you're totally getting laid. And he was like, can we get it to go? And I'm like, no, we cannot. <laughs> no, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to eat this. And you can anticipate that while I savor I said, this. I said, this is the foreplay. <laughs> exactly. It was so good. Oh, my God. But that cheesecake was amazing. And I have never had cheesecake as good before or since. It was a chocolate cheesecake, and it was, um, it was a baked cheesecake, and there is a difference between. Oh. Um, it, was a, it was a New York style, I guess. Baked, oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! And it flaked off on the fork, and people. So what you're saying is you had a masterpiece cheesecake. Mm, yes, I did. It was a fucking amazing. Amazing thing, and then they closed, and it was terrible. I oh, never got to eat it twice. Yeah. Oh man! But tiramisu is really good too. I really enjoy that, and I like cheesecake, yeah. of course, because that's a staple in my family. That's practically a food group. It is a food group with subcategories. <laughs> Cherry <laughs> topping, chocolate topping, blueberry topping, coconut turtle. turtle. Oh, yes. If you've never had turtle cheesecake, you don't know what the fuck you're missing. You need to go out and get you one because it is amazing. Mm, Um, My second favorite place on earth to go to eat is the Cheesecake Factory. Yep. That's right. Mm -hmm. Bring on all the You know what I get at the Cheesecake Factory? What? A salad. And then cheesecake. That's right. The salad is so that I have room for the cheesecake. For the cheesecake. (laughs) <laughs> I, so I, me and my husband went out a couple months ago and um I ordered um a uh, uh a salad and I he was like, Are you serious? Because you said you were hungry. I was like, Um yeah, I'm hungry And <laughs> after I finished my salad, I turned to the girl and I said, And I'll have 
a piece of cheesecake, please. <laughs> I Damn right. Most of my meal just to have this big giant piece of cheesecake, which was like it was huge. I mean, it is. It was amazing though. I, don't, I have no regrets. Cheesecake's so versatile too. I personally love salted caramel cheesecake. I don't like it when they make it with a chocolate crust, though, because the it crust depends. always tastes weird. It depends. Like, if you get a really good chocolate crust that they put yeah. real chocolate in instead of some kind of fake powder, or <sighs> where they've done chocolate cookies that they've no, like wafers where they yeah. brown them up, that's disgusting. But if you get, like, a genuine chocolate crumb crust, that's an entirely yeah. different matter. That's an entirely, that's like, you know, yeah. that's like apples and oranges or like apples and fake apples. <laughs> the difference between an apple dumpling and a shitty apple dumpling. <laughs> yeah, because even a shitty apple dumpling is still an apple dumpling. <laughs> yeah. That's, Just the okay, same that's true. Yeah. But I am going to write a a Venge Fest. Um, I'm going to have to put several warnings on it. Character death, um, extreme violence, uh, um, dark hairy, I guess. Someone gets sexum tempered in the the balls. Um, um, Execution. I really am going to have a character do that at some point. Whatever gets you through your day. I could do that. But it does amuse me the idea of Harry and Hermione on a broom, like <laughs> four or five hundred yards, you know, whatever, up into the air, um, high enough for them to achieve terminal velocity. And just Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. I would do it. That would be what would happen. Boom, boom, boom. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, seriously, I would just, it would be on repeat. I would just, oh yeah. In fact, I wonder if you could, like, do a magical voice recording with it and just keep letting it play while you're on the room. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if that was still qualified. Out there before they realized what was going on. Yeah, but common sense isn't a skill most magicals have, based on J.K. Rowling's world building. Well, I mean, and especially not the Death Eaters. I mean, really? Still like Crab and Goyle. Said in my plot, Bunny, Tom Riddle was content to scrape the bottle of the um the the, the bottom of the incest barrel. It's true. He let Crab and Goyle in, senior. Well, no, and and the youngers too. Actually, I'm terrible. I actually cheered in the book when those two died in canon. They could I actually start recruiting people just to go to that taboo point. But I would like to write one where they're very vengeful and they they liberate the, the Muggleborn camps 
and um, they kill. Oh, I um, forgot about the Bloodborne game. Um, that bitch needs to die. And I just kill, 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 kill. Fuck you, kill. Boom, boom, boom. True. Don't and it just live by the philosophy. Don't start none, won't be none. You started something. I've come here to finish it. And suddenly, Will Smith is related to Blaze of Benny. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, it could happen. They're distant cousins. <laughs> and Blaze thinks Speaking it's hilarious. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air um, Bel Air turned twenty five today. The show, not the <gasps> character. Or is it yesterday? It. Yesterday or today? No, I can't I remember. It, I think it was yesterday. Twenty five no, no, years. No, it was four this morning. Sometime at four this morning that I saw the post. So yeah, T- technically today. Twenty five years old. It's been twenty five years since the pilot episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So for those of you who were not feeling sufficiently old. Boom. And you also all have the theme song stuck in your head now. It's true. It's better than Party in the USA. It's stuck in that my is head. A... I'm sorry. I Were know. your nieces over? Pitch Perfect. Ah. Or as my niece okay. likes to call that movie, can we watch Fat Amy? No. <laughs> Yes, baby, you can watch Fat Amy. It's still in the <laughs> Blu-ray. Just push play. It was in the Blu-ray the last time you were here, and we haven't changed it out. So you just watched Fat Amy all fucking day, and Fat Amy was played all fucking day. I hate Rebel Wilson. <laughs> uh, I, I really... Yeah, I kind of could have done without seeing the uh, Night at the Museum. The only reason I watch it is... I don't hate Never mind, her. I'm going to make myself sad. So. I don't hate Rebel Wilson, actually. I just... Um, when when you're around little kids um, who constantly play something over and over and over and over again, it gets really fucking annoying. My oldest nephew yeah. was a big Pooh Bear um, kid, Everything oh, there, and I have to tell you, if I'd have had to watch that fucking Tigger movie one more time, I would have oh my lost God. my mind. And now, really, was this the pretty one or was this Padawan? The pretty one. Okay. The the oldest. Um, yes, this he, is how I differentiate them in my head. That's how <laughs> I do. Too. Um, but uh, he would uh. He has this little umbrella. He would pop it up, and he would go, I'm a little black rain cloud, and he would sing the song, and it was just the (laughs) cutest fucking thing you'd ever possibly see the first 20 times he did it. (laughs) And then after that, it wasn't so cute anymore. Then it it stopped. Then it stopped being cute. I have seen... Most of Pitch Perfect too, not all of it, because my nieces keep my nieces keep backing up and rewinding and backing up and rewinding, and I'm oh god, would you please stop? Well, you can't actually rewind the Blu-ray. They keep backing up the scenes so they can watch the scenes. Um, they especially like the one where um, Fat Amy shows her hoo-ha to the president. <laughs> what? 
You've not seen it? Spoiler, sorry. No. no. Um, and um, just... They like the, 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 the riff off, and they like the last part. And so um, I've seen, um, like, I don't know, maybe 45, 50 minutes of it total. <laughs> but they actually prefer the first one. They prefer the first Fat Amy to the second Fat Amy, and that's exactly how they referred to them. Even the one who's 10 years old and who knows better calls them the Fat Amy movies. Can we watch the Fat Amy movies? Can we put the Fat Amy soundtrack in the car? Yes, we could put the Fat Amy soundtrack in the car. Yeah, we'll put it in the car for you. Then there was that time I went to get my nieces, and I have actually five nieces um, across the siblings, and um, I picked up four of them. And there were three in my back seat and one in the front. And the one in the front was playing on my cell phone and hit my Bluetooth, and she was on my Rhapsody account, and I had no idea until all of a sudden, all of a sudden, my car was full of Megan Trainer, and all of these little girls, ranging from five to ten, sang the pure hell out of "All About the Bass." I was Sorry, I'm like, still trying to find that coffee maker. What? What? <laughs> All about the base. Yeah. And then they had to sing Dear Future Husband. And then they sung like Um If Your Lips Are Moving, You're Lying, Lying, Lying. Um and um then she flipped it over. Oh, Bruno Mars. <sighs> Bruno, 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 Bruno. I know you're so hot, you man dragon retire. And so do those little girls. And it was ridiculous. <laughs> those little girls, too hot, too hot. She's five. <laughs> She's five. <sighs> Anyways, that's what happens when you get that many children, females in your car. So I flipped it over and I grabbed the phone and I I, I, I hit a different playlist. And I thought I'm gonna find something, and I had underestimated my sisters. Is what happened. That's what happened. I'd underestimated my <laughs> sisters. And I threw some Pat Benatar on there, and I'll be damned if all four of those little girls didn't belt out We Belong like they were born in the 80s. <laughs> I was like, okay, you win. We Belong. Well I was singing with them. We were just pedaling down the road, singing the fuck out of Pat Benatar. Pulling into the driveway. Oh, my know, I'm now like, humming it what, are, what is going on? What? What? Anyways, so um, we are coming up on the erase date for um, Rough Trade, which will be on October 1st. 
Sign-ups for November will run from October 1st to October 15th. You will be required to have a title in a fandom if you're going to have a fandom or original fiction if you're going to do original fiction. <laughs> Our theme is time travel and your goal for Rough Trade is to write your story in a single point of view. Which you may do in first person or third person omniscient or third person limited. I am not discussing what these three things are again. You you back up and listen to the other radio shows. Um, I'm so serious. Um, this is the one thing that I will say as a moderator for this community. If I see the same question... 20 times in a week, I'm going to start deleting them on a trade <laughs> because I cannot tell you how many times I had to send people direct links on their statuses for the website. 90% of the FAQs that you guys have, the answers are on the rough trade website, the rules, the posting schedule, all of it is on the website. If you are signing up for it, you need to read them all before you sign up. And also, participants, I send you an email. And in that email, there are instructions and there's an attachment for your for your project file. If I see you in the Rough Trade group admitting that you deleted my email and now you need the instructions again, I'm going to kick you off my site. I don't email you to waste my time, so don't waste my time. Don't delete my email. Keep my fucking email until you no longer need it, which would actually be like November 30th, okay? So when I send you a fucking email about Rough Trade and you're participating in Rough Trade, I would like you to keep it until the tra- until the fucking challenge ends, okay? There are videos on the website that Jilly was kind enough to make for everybody on posting. If you have a question, once you have watched the video in its entirety, and I do mean in its entirety, from start to finish, then it's okay to post it in the group. But you need to watch the videos before you ask the question, because I cannot tell you how many people, after we let them know that those videos were up there, that ask the same fucking questions that if you had watched the video, you would have had the answer to. It's frustrating when we've got about, what was it, like 200 and some odd oh, stories? Whoa, 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 whoa. What? What? Oh. How many? Per- Wait, what? what I don't it? know how you say that. Is it Sansuki updated? Where? Really? Really? Um, Because... I think the show might end early. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> That's that Hobbit fic where they're watching the um the they're basically watching the Lord of the Rings from the afterlife. Oh. <laughs> Thorin and all you know. Yeah. Right? That's the same one, right? I haven't started that one yet. I I don't because, know. That's why I was because, confused. Because I do have that on my subscription, I'm pretty sure. I wasn't going to read it because it's a death sick, and I was like, meh, but. I usually wait, and if, like, there's 
are select minions that I will listen to if they suggest a fic that typically has a warning that I hate, like character death. Character death. Character death. I don't like it when they don't warn for character death, by the way. That's a dick move. Yes, Warren this for is the one where Thorin has to watch the War of the Ring um, from the afterlife. It is an amazing story, and um, it updated today. And we are hitting um, 405,000. Wow, girl, you go. It's over 400,000 words right now. Three minutes to go. Um there won't be a show on Saturday, of course. Um, there'll probably be one on Sunday, but I don't know what it's going to be about. I'll make a decision um, before that happens, hopefully, you know, surely. Uh, <laughs> and um, don't call me Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> Shirley. Look at me being in. Sometimes I'll go to bed and I'll wake up and there'll be like 3,000 messages in the mod group. <laughs> That's true. True fact. And um, it'll look like an episode of the Three Stooges has taken place in the mod group. Also true. <laughs> I don't know which one of them is um, Mo. I'm not gonna. Ma- I'm. I'm not gonna speculate. Can I be curly? <laughs> I already called you, Curly. <laughs> okay. I'm good with that. Jilly and he's, um, he's my favorite. Azure can duke it out over which one of you is going to be Larry. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there for you guys. Um, I, it's just, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm worried about you guys. I'm so tired. And I'll get up the next morning. And I'm like, holy shit, was there anything in there that I need to worry about? Surely not. And just I just scroll down to the end. You. Shimp was added later. We don't have a shimp. We don't have a shimp. Yeah, we do. We do, actually. Temp. Oh, that's true. We do have a shimp. We do. Yeah. I haven't heard from the shimp, although I have been assured that he is still alive and fine. Not by him, though. Huh. I'm mad at you, Harlot. (sighs) He's fine. You will pay. You will pay. You will pay. That's true. We worry. We're down to we're down to 60 seconds. Public service announcements are as follows. No ass to mouth. No ass to vagina. Ever. Don't use oil on your condoms of any kind. It's just not a good idea. Rule of thumb. Degrade them. Mm. Don't pick a fight with someone <laughs> bigger than you unless you've got backup. That's true. Say good night, Senna. Good night, Senna. Also, there's always time for lube. <laughs> Shut up and sit down. <laughs>